choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? It's Kells, I'm back. Thanks for asking. Episode 212, um... Kells at KMGD on Twitter, what up? So, letting y'all know right now, and I've been saying this for a couple weeks, but this joint, right, this episode, it's not gonna be long, cause I'm tired, and, um, it just ain't a lot to talk, well, it's a lot to talk about, but not a lot I wanna talk about. Um, so, first, just to get started, yours in negritude is going out to Serena Williams for knocking Sheriff Pova out in under an hour, 6161, just banged her right on out. Um, as many have said, you know, they keep wanting to call this a rivalry. I don't know it's a, how it's a rivalry when you're 20, is it 20 and 2 now? Like, she's beat Serena twice and, you know, probably because you know, just Serena caught Serena on bad days. And I've said that, I, I, I've never understood that, I'm just with Serena, but a, p- a lot of people say, like, I know, um, when I was in Maryland, Duke and Maryland, they're like, oh, Duke and Maryland rivalry. I'm like, it's only a rivalry if, like, y'all go back and forth. Like, the Lakers and the Celtics is a rivalry rivalry, the Bulls and um, the Pistons is a well, it was a rivalry until it wasn't you know, but if like one side always wins and you're just always trying to win like it's not a rivalry, it's like that saying you don't, what is it, you don't compare when you don't compete or you don't compare, whichever way it goes it's the same thing, it's like people, people, these things are not alike, you're trying to compare things that are not alike, like you one is way up on this level and the other is way down here, um and, you know, that's the, just always, like, and especially with Sharapova, like, the thing that kills me about her is, like, she's not even ranked that high. Like, it has nothing to do with, like, any of the other drama surrounding them. The reason why Serena beats her is because she's just way better than her. Like, the girl had to take performance in hands and drugs and still couldn't beat her because she, I don't know what Sharapova's rank is, but it's not very high. Like, she's not in the top ten. Like, of course Serena beats her because she's just miles better than her, and so that's, that's another reason, it's like, what rivalry, like, she doesn't have any grand, um, major tournaments, grand slams, none of that shit, like, it's just, she's just white, and so that makes it a rivalry, and also, shout out to Serena today, in her press conference, when they asked her about whoever that clown that's ref was, and she was like, I don't know him, because, like, dude, that shit is over, like, why are you asking about that, like, that's, how many matches ago has that been now, how many times has she played why are you asking about this, oh, well, of course, it makes a difference, because that ref is not there, does it, does it, you really think that I beat this girl 6-1, in under a minute, because of, of the lack of a presence of a ref, like, you really think that matters, you know, I just, I, you could, some of these reporters just ask the stupidest questions, like, you got Serena Williams sitting there, you can ask her anything, you ask her about some referee from some matches ago that everybody has moved on from, like, what is the point? So, um, Sorry, excuse me. Shout out to Serena, yours and Negra too. Um, listen, really quick. This is gonna be really quick. Sorry, but I just am tired. Um, what's that say? Oh, Andrew Luck retired from football at 29 years of age. He said he's you know tired of being banged up, and um, 
you know, people booed him. I just, I just wanted to go on record that, you know, first of all, like, real talk, I, you know, me and I'm sure every other Philadelphia fan, we really don't care about y'all talking about us being the worst fans because we just don't care. But I just, I've always said that we're not the worst fans in the NFL, and I think now uh, we're loyal fans, and we just don't come in our stadium talking shit fans. And, and if your team is out there playing like shit, because they got a shit coach and they're doing stupid shit over and over again and choking and, and fucking up, we're going to boo you out of frustration. Um, but, you know, to boo somebody for retiring, very low class. Sorry, y'all, I said I was tired. Very low class, very tacky. Um, and, like, I don't know. I just, I've, I've said this before. You know, I, this is, I, I love sports to play sports and to watch sports, but that's it. I don't watch none of these sports shows. I don't like these sports talk shows. I don't like commentary because I don't like any of the peripheral shit that goes on around sports because people who cannot do the things that these athletes can do, could never do the things these athletes could do, can never put up and go through the things that these athletes can do. Just just having so much to say about toughness and dedication and it's like, nigga, shut up. The fuck are you talking? It just has always bothered me from small. I never liked it. I'm like, why do we need these people? Why can't they just call the balls and strikes, call whatever it is, and shut the fuck up? Like, why do I need your commentary, you know, Chad with the skinny neck, about how you know, I don't know, Reggie White is is not training hard enough, like, what do you know about it, it's just always bothered me the only commentators I've ever liked, and yeah, it's not, people are like, oh, they, they say dumb, it's not the fact that they say dumb shit, it's the fact that they know what they're talking about, like, if you're an athlete if you're Charles Barkley, if you're a Shaq, when you're talking about basketball, when you're giving your commentary about basketball, I'm not talking about you know, you're so, I don't give a fuck about that but you come with a certain level of, of expertise and knowledge that the guy next to you who's never played basketball a day in his life comes with. And that's why I used to love Jalen and um, Skip because every now and then Skip would get out of hand and Jalen would remind, in a very subtle way, Jalen would remind him, hey man, I do this. You know what I mean? You over there talking, I'm telling you, I do this and this is how it is and this is how it ain't. And I've, I've always liked Jalen for that. I've always liked, and that time that, uh, I forgot what Skip was trying to say about how somebody got to play, and Jay was like, oh, really? How many games you played in? How many? I love that. I love that. That's the kind of carrying on I like, because that's the kind of athlete I was, because I'm like, nigga, you can't tell me shit. You can have your little opinion from the sideline in the chair, but you just, just keep that shit over there and shut the fuck up, because you can't do this. So, um, and that's just another example, like, a bunch of fucking fat slobs in the fucking crowd booing a guy who, I mean, he had a lacerated kidney, when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck is a lacerated kidney, I don't, I don't even know what that is, that sounds like a, I, I don't know, an air, airplane crash injury or something, and you know, football is a brutal sport, like, I love to watch football, but if I had a kid, you know, um, coming up now, I would, I would put them in it, I wouldn't put them in football, not, not, and it's not even necessarily like, you know, Yes, it's a violent sport, but it's a violent sport. Like, people know that when they play it. That's why we like to watch it. I'm not like one of these, oh my god, it's so violent. Like, what what the fuck ever. Boxing is a violent sport also. You know what you're getting into. But just because, I just don't think it's worth it. Like, again, they're like some of the lowest paid athletes, basketball players, baseball players, soccer players, I don't know about hockey players, but, you know, the sports that people watch, get tennis, get paid so much more than they get. You know, their contracts are not guaranteed. The average career, you know, is like well, it depends on the position, but they said, like, I know most running backs and, and, and 
um, you know, players that take a lot of hits, they say their average career span is like five years, you know, so you, those guys really don't get, especially not, you know, if you're a superstar, with the, you get, you're a veteran, you get the guaranteed contract, sure, but, um, but you know, most of those guys don't really uh, get a lot of money like that, like, they're, again, they're the least paid athletes, and so I'm just like, it's not worth it, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't have like a moral I get it, football causes CT and all this, and, at the, and, I get, and they hit it, and I get that this wrong that they hit the results, but at the end of the day, it's a volunteer, you, nobody's making you play it, if you're good at it, you get your athletes, you, you know, you get a lot of money, you get a lot of glory, and it's like, some people want that, and, you know, that's just the end of it, but I just don't think it's worth it, I think it's easier ways to do that, you know, if I had a kid right now, I'd be getting them into basketball, or, you know, or again, baseball, or tennis, you know, because everybody don't have the, you know, I, some sport, where, you know, um, what else, soccer, you know, soccer, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, soccer seems like a sport, soccer seems like that one sport where you can, like, it's not so much about natural talent, but you can, like, work to get better, right, because basically what, you gotta know how to run, and you kick the ball around and all that, right, whereas basketball and some other sports, it, it, you kind of do gotta have, like, you gotta be tall, you know, certain physical things that help in other sports, where I feel like soccer, because again, when I was little, they tried to get me to play soccer, but I just, it wasn't, soccer was not popping like that when I was small, um, but, you know, I, I, I saw it, like, okay, well, you run, you kick the ball, you know, it's the ways to get the ball around, I just feel like it's a, I feel like soccer's game, if you play it enough, you can get good at it, right, it's not one of them, them sports where it's like, oh, that guy, like, I've never seen anybody see a guy that's athletic or have a or a girl who's athletic have a lot of athletic ability and be like, oh wow, that's a, that's a soccer player. We're gonna get them to play soccer. You know, he <laughs> never say that because I don't feel like that's a sport where, you know, maybe in Europe, you know, I mean, if you run fast, I can imagine if you run fast, or you you know, but again, running fast and stuff, you could do that in basketball, you do that in football too. So anyway, didn't mean to ramble on that long, but um fuck y'all for booing him, and, and just the notion, and, and he was very graceful about, like, I wouldn't have fucking explained shit, that's like, if you work at your job, and you decide you want to retire, people are like, whoa, what you mean, you gonna tell, no, we need you to come in tomorrow, we got you on a schedule, what you mean, like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about you, this job, that schedule, what you got, I'm retiring, see ya, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't owe you no fucking explanation, I, I, I'm eligible to retire, I'm retiring, so, um, yeah, Shout out to Andrew Luck. I wish you all the best. I'm sure you made enough money. I don't. Uh, and again, like I don't mean no harm, but the <laughs> Colts wasn't gonna win shit anyway. So it's like, keep going for what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying like they wasn't gonna win no Super Bowl. So um, yeah. Um, moving on from that. Uh, the Brazilian rainforest is on fire. Um, and you know, people have spent all their tweet long day tweeting about how people are standing in line for chicken and doing this and doing that, and nobody cares about the, the fires and I'm like, what makes you think that nobody cares about the fires, like we understand that the, the um, rainforest is on fire, um, the G7 commi- uh, committee or whatever they are tried to offer 20 million, they turned it down because the president over there is a dickhead it's like, what are we supposed to do, are we all supposed to jump on Spirit Airlines with our fire hoses and go like I, that, <laughs> do, do people with this fake virtue signaling, that shit is just so fucking irritating, it's like what do you want, you want somebody to give you a cookie, you want somebody to hand a sign around your neck, oh I'm a good guy, I think of things, like nigga we all know the fucking rainforest is on fire, what are we supposed to do about it, so we just supposed to stand around here and talk about it, like there's nothing we can do about the rainforest being on fire, the people who have control to stop that fire, or the ability or the, just within reach to stop that fire, it's not us, 
So I really don't understand what you want us to do about it. Talk, you know, lament about it. It's on. It's on fire. If it all burn, we all gonna be fucked. I mean, I don't know. We could. I don't know what it is that we're supposed to do about it from here. Um, but it is on fire. Um, and they do need to get it under control because I don't really know. Like, I don't know. I don't need that guy that's over there in Brazil. But it's like you can only be so mad because like people vote for these people. Like people are voting for these people. So I, you know, it's like I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I, I know I'm, I know I can't do nothing about most of it. So I'm gonna control what I can control and worry about what I can worry about, which is you know, not a lot. Which brings me to the Popeye's chicken sandwich part two, and I talked about this last week, but um, the shenanigans continue because it took about five days for us to you know laughing and joking and having fun and everybody honestly going to get the Popeye's chicken sandwich because it was a fucking delicious the sandwich was good, people talking about black twitter and tweeting, yes that yes, we hyped it up, but the reality is the sandwich was good, there's a lot of stuff that gets retweeted and hyped up or that don't catch on because people be like eh, that's trash, and y'all didn't nah, that wasn't that great, nah, that's hype it's been lots of things, Popeye's sandwich was not one of them because the sandwich is actually good um, and so, you know, day five comes around, and everybody, oh, I wish Janelle Monae tweeted that, you know, and, and she wasn't the only one, but she was probably the most, uh, noteworthy one, I guess, or the most noticed one, uh, you know, I wish y'all was standing in line, too bad they don't have registering to vote while you're standing in line for those chickens, now listen, I'm not gonna go into, like, all the issues with why, telling black people that we need to register and go vote is nonsense, I'll just say that, um, in the last election black people did go out and vote, we went out, we stood in, and, and actually in the, not just the last one with Obama and everything else we do go out, we vote, we stand in long lines there's all kind of voter suppression and bullshit out, that, um, it, it, black people are voting, um, we're not the reason that Trump is president, cause we did not vote for him, so, please stop harassing black people about voting, we vote but, what the thing that's like really like amazing to me is like yo it is I don't know it goes back to this fake what I just said with the fake virtue signaling it's a chicken sandwich okay the world is on fire and people are trying to find you know joy wherever they can still enjoy the things that they can enjoy before whatever this shit is gonna come down in our head comes down and it's like it's not that deep why are you so upset because people want to go get a chicken sandwich like what is the what is your problem why are you so bothered because people want to go try this chicken sandwich and have to stand in lines like what is the problem I don't understand people like you like like it's like you see some it's got it why we gotta vote first of all that's stupid like I just said second of all why do I have to vote I, wh- why can't I just be out here to have a chicken sandwich it's really not that deep I don't they done tied it to voting rights civil rights police shootings if y'all would care about police shootings the way y'all care about it's, it's all anti-blackness it's all racism because you know whenever two or more black people are gathered you know we gotta be robbing a nigga or, or marching for freedom we can't ever just be you know standing around doing regular shit like everybody else okay and it just it was so many and they and they swear that they are so woke and so on and 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 Janelle Monet apologized. She she worked it. She rolled it back and she apologized. And I appreciate it because a lot of people don't. They just keep digging in on ignorance and they just keep you know hundred miles an hour straight into the brick wall of stupidity. So she didn't do that. So give her that. But um, 
it still is though it's it, again it wasn't just her it was a lot of people and it's like you hear yourself like you're trying to be super woke and you're trying to be all this super I don't even know what the fuck you're trying to be and you mad about somebody getting a chicken sandwich at Popeye's like do you hear how ridiculous you sound like it's just really not that serious, and it was just so irritating, everybody, it's like goddamn. and people are like, oh whenever, even even the people on the other side were trying to make it super deep, whenever people see black people having fun, blah blah, I'm like I just, I just think people are just fucking need to fucking shut the fuck up I, on all sides, I don't really think it's, I, I just think it's not deep I think that Popeye's put out a chicken sandwich, and people tried it, and it was really good, and everyone was like, oh shit, well let me go try it, and then everyone was like, let me go try it, and it ended up with long lines at Popeye's, and that's the beginning and the end of it, like, I don't think it's no fucking bigger than that, and I don't know why everything, everybody gotta just make it so deep, and then people talking about, oh, well, you know, the advertising died, like I said last week, like, listen, that's how fucking shit works, it used to be called word of mouth, now it's word of tweet, same thing, somebody tries something, they say it's good, they tell everybody else, everybody else goes to try it, that's all it was, that's all it was, people have never gotten paid for that, like again, this is not some little small mom and pop, you know, or some new startup chicken that didn't have no reputation and no customers that we all, you know, basically built a market for, this is Popeye's chicken, a national chicken chain that has already built a brand and reputation for delicious chicken, everybody already knows that Popeye's is good, so when somebody says oh, that Popeye's chicken sandwich is good they was like, oh, okay, because we already knew that it was gonna be good because it's Popeye's, and people were like, no, it's really good that's what people wanted to go see, well, how good is it? because when I first saw, I, did, I, I saw when it came out, I wasn't in a rush, because I was like because I like Popeye's chicken but I thought, you know, I was like, I don't know about no chicken sandwich, because, you know, fried chicken is is fried, it's greasy and all that, I was like, I don't know about no sandwich, like, I, I'd just rather get some wings, like, I, you know, I go to Popeye's, I get wings and a biscuit, and a side, you know, but people were, you know, trying the sandwich, and they were like, no, it's not, it's, it's very light, it's very, it's very, so I was like, alright, let me go try it, so I did, and it was good, so, I mean, and that's what everybody else did, so, I mean, like, it's just really not that deep, I just don't understand why everybody has to be so ridiculous all the time. Um. Okay, what's that say? Oh. Um. Moving on. So, um, last night was it last night? Monday night. What's today? Monday night was VMAs. Um, Missy finally got her video vanguard uh, award. Long delayed, long overdue. Finally got it. Came out and gave a. <sighs> the performance of the night oh sorry, her and Lizzo um, gave performances of the night but Missy was great, and it just it just like, yo, this is why again, I'm Gen X, you millennial kids and all y'all, y'all can't tell me nothing because we built the culture when, and when Missy came out with that with that shit that she came on, like you don't see shows like that no more, and when and you don't see production value like that no more and you don't see care, time given to performances anymore, like, these motherfuckers just come out, they, in their regular clothes, they, you know, it's, it's not a show, and for her, and she brought the little girl from the video back, who people didn't seem to know who it was, and it's like, yo, y'all, y'all, first of all, y'all whack, cause y'all don't know your history, y'all don't know where half of the shit that you're trying to do comes from, um, but it was just great, it was just like, yo, look at this 25 year old shit, look how, look how today it looks, and, 
you know, it's just like, and I don't want to be one of them old niggas where everything is whack, but I mean, because it's not, there's some, like Lizzo came out, her performance was great, Cardi, you know, some people put time and effort into a production, but like, generally, it should be, be whack, and Taylor, you know, Taylor Swift, first of all, Taylor Swift, I don't know if I told y'all, this new album, listen, I'm a Swifty, I don't give a fuck who knows, I know Taylor, I know Taylor has, you know, does Taylor shit, I get it, and I and I totally agree with all that white woman shit she be doing, she definitely does that, she definitely plays the victim, she definitely all tells only half the story, she definitely always, you know, I don't do anything, I don't know why everybody's ever picking on me, I never do anything, so I get it, I totally get that for Taylor, however, her music is and has always been good, and this new album, Lover, ugh, it is pop magic, oh my god, it's Cotton Candy Carnival, 1985, you know, different colors and scrunchies and whatever you think of when you think of pop music, glitter and unicorns and all that shit, it is magnificent, it is a catchy fucking pop album from beginning to end, it is really good, I highly recommend, if you like pop music, if y'all Taylor Swift haters, y'all don't need to listen to it, but I'm telling y'all, um, for people who know, 1989 fans, you'll like Lover, um, it's, it's very good, um, and her performance, you know, listen, Taylor gives you production, she, she, I appreciate that she gives you performances, and that she tries, you know, she puts the production up there, but, Taylor's actually one of the ones, Taylor and Miley also, where I'm like, girl, you talented enough, just get up there and sing, like, I don't need all this, because it's it's not really hitting for me, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, it's not, like, God, bless your heart, when when Taylor be out there doing no dances with all the little dance, I pre, again, I appreciate the effort, I appreciate the, the production value, I appreciate all that, but I'm just like, bless her heart, because she don't really have a lot of rhythm, and, you know, it just don't, I don't know, it's just some of these artists, it's just like they, oh, you're gonna get a dance number, you're gonna get a production just to be doing it, and I'm like, and then some of the ones that really need all that, because they really can't sing, and they really not that great, be the ones up there with the one mic trying to sing flat and it's like, girl, you are not that, you ain't, you ain't that girl, like, you need the distraction, you need these fireworks, you need other dancers, because you just ain't, you ain't talented like that, right, Taylor's talented like that, like, Taylor could really just stand up there with her guitar, or, or go sit down at the piano, and sing her little ditties, because she just can't, but she just be determined to get girls, you're gonna get these looks, you're gonna get these, these bops, you're gonna get these two steps, you're gonna get, the, you can get it all, God bless, I just, I love the song though, I love the song, but it just does nothing for me, Lizzo's performance was great, and you know, I don't, listen, these complaints about Lizzo being white music, I don't know, first of all, again, I think white music is stupid, because all music is pop music, and all music is black music, because black music is the one, is the music that set all this shit in motion, and all of these derivative sounds are all derived from black music, be it country, be it rock and roll, be it pop, it all started with the blacks in America, um, but, um, oh, Miley, I forgot, I lost my train of thought there, sorry, Miley came through, I forgot she had that song Slide Away, this Slide Away very good, I've said before, Miley has a very good voice, but Miley is a country pop artist, she is a country pop artist, and I don't know why she keeps trying to slide running in and out of hip hop I guess because she, I don't really know honestly why she does it, but I wish she would stop and just stay on that side, because that's where she belongs and she did a really good performance um, of Slide Away, which actually I like the song, um, it's 
her breakup song, uh, where she basically tell her old boy, look, you know, I'm grown now, whatever we had that was cute, but you need to go on back where you from, and I'm gonna go back to what I like, cause this ain't it, ain't it, and um, you know, it's a cute little song. Um, what else? Uh, what anything else stand out on VMAs? Not for me. As a matter of fact, I, I actually I messed up, cause after um, who performed? And I was like, all right, I'm turning it off now. Um, was it Missy? No, there was one other act. I can't recall who it was. I actually wanted to see, and I watched and turned it off because I didn't know. I saw that Queen Latifah was there, but I thought she was there for Missy. I didn't know they were doing. They did it in Newark, which was like ugh, the ghetto and um, Jersey, and they was just trying to play up this Jersey shit. And I, I don't know any. Uh, I can't think of any more tacky, less. I don't know wanting to be like placed in New Jersey, especially the Jersey that they were showing with all these white people. Like ugh the worst, um, so it was in Newark, which, whatever, and then they had, you know, they brought these Sopranos out, and it's like, yeah, ugh, who thinks this is, this, this was not good, um, white people from Jersey are like, no thank you, um, Jer- North Jersey, South Jersey, wherever in Jersey they're from, no thank you, um, but Queen, so Jersey, basically, Jersey did a set, so Queen was there, Naughty was there, um, Fetty Watt was there, uh, I think they said why was Wycliffe? No, maybe one. Yeah, I think it was Wycliffe was there. All the Jersey was there. Lauren won there. Um, of course, she probably just pulling up now. Um, late, but they did a set which I missed. But I'll just check it on YouTube. I wish I would have liked to see it. Um, Queen Dana was there with her girlfriend slash fiance. They, I think, are they married? I don't know something. I was like, okay, I mean, I don't know, I, I feel like maybe, I don't know, like, I don't, I, I know, I know that a lot of, a lot of people, when their parent dies, they, they, they free up a little bit, but I don't really think, I don't think Dana's mom was like, one of those, one of those Luther parents where you can't be, I don't think her mom was like that, but I, I don't know, I feel like, maybe, she, you know, now that her mom has passed, she just feels a little, like, you know, YOLO, basically, because you tend to get like that when you lose your parents, like, yo, this this shit really don't last forever, and what am I doing, bullshit, um, so, but I missed it, but I watched it on YouTube, but I heard it was really good, um, Tretch, um, Tretch, yeah, I said that, I said Naughty by Nature, there was one other person, I can't, I wanna say it was Wyclef, but I feel like it wasn't Wyclef, I should Google it, but I don't really care that much, anyway, Jersey, uh, held it down, um, the hip-hop array and all of that, um, and so, yeah, I didn't watch anything else, um, Taylor won a lot of awards. Cardi won an award, which I think was well deserved. People, people will be mad when Cardi won them awards, but I'm like, listen, nobody had a better year. No, that album was a strong album. She puts out strong videos, you know. And I mean, you, the only argument you can have against Cardi oh, was well, not real hip hop, but I mean, okay, those are okay. But on paper, son, like that don't really go too far. Um. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the VMAs, it's, 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 how the mighty have fallen, because back in my day, in the 80s and the 90s, the VMAs used to be everything, the VMAs were basically the Grammys of the, or, or, the VMAs were the Oscars of the, of the music industry, like, the Grammys were the Grammys, but back, back in the day, even now, like, the Grammys, see how they trying to jazz shit up, because for so long, it was just so white and so boring, like, people really wouldn't watch the Grammys unless they knew Michael Jackson, somebody was gonna be, because it was just like, all this white shit, so people watch Amer- um, American Music Awards, they watch the Soul Train Awards, back when the Source Awards was on, maybe that, but mainly, pe- black, we watched the Soul Train Awards, we watched the, um, 
AMAs and we watch the VMAs. Ain't nobody really watched the Grammys like that. They the first Grammy they gave to a rapper was Will Smith and them, and that was in like what eighty nine. That we just did not watch the Grammys like that. The VMAs were it. The VMAs were everything. I mean, that was like the premier video show. And um, I don't know when it fell off. I want to say in the two thousands when you know basically culture fell off and all the, the fucking y'all millennial trash ass shit came along. That's when it started falling off. Um, but yeah, uh, it, 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 it looked like the Teen Choice Awards now, it was a lot of people up on that stage, and again, I'm an old nigga, but I try, I stay current, like, I, I, even if I don't know the kids' names, or I don't know, you know, what they sing, I, I'll be like, oh, I've seen them, or, or I heard the song, I might not know who's singing, but I know the song, you know what I mean, like, I, I try to stay a, a, a little current, you know what I mean, I know, I, I know who's who, I might not know which one is which, uh, but like, you know, New Direction, I know that's a group, I couldn't pick them out of a lineup, but I know that's a group, right, so if you say New Direction, I'll be like, oh, okay, that's the, um, I, I know who that is, <laughs> you know what I mean, but a lot of them people was on that stage, and I was like, who is, even the host, who was that host, dude was like, doing this jerk, supposedly he's like a comedian, but he was doing like this Jersey shit, but he was like, oh, I'm an LA native, I'm like, well, if you're an LA native, why are you talking like this, like this, this fake Jersey, he was doing like a Andrew Dice Clay type thing, which I didn't understand, because I'm like, who, these kids are young, who knows who Andrew Dice Clay is, and then, why are you doing this, if you're not from Jersey, like, I just, it was just a very stereotypical white people, you know, Paulie being, hey, oh, Paulie, I'm from Jersey, that type of stupid shit, that I don't think, it, it was working for anybody, because it was like, y'all got these young kids here, none of them talk like that, they all try to talk like Kardashians, so like, what are we doing here? So I didn't get it, um, but yeah, my, the mighty have fallen, because the VMAs, like, put it like this, the VMA, if, back in the day, the VMAs were the awards where you would have had everybody, you know, the, the Rihanna's, the Beyonce's, the Jay-Z's, the Whitney Houston's, the Michael Jackson's, the Janet Jackson's, the, the James Brown's, everybody was gonna be, the, the, between the VMAs and the Soul Train Awards, everybody was gonna be, it was it was a star-studded, it was the event, you you know, Guns N' Roses, every genre of everybody was gonna be at the VMAs back in like, you know, 89, 90, 91, 92, you know, they started in 84, so 85, 86, the VMAs was everything, now it's like, kinda like a Kids' Choice Awards with like, some trophies handed out, which, you know, whatever, but, and they was heavy on that Latin, I call that shit Miami music <laughs> that's like, that's what they play in the hotels in Miami, like nobody, like who listens to this, for real and I guess people do listen to it, I mean I know the Latin market is huge, but I don't hear the Dominicans don't listen to it the Puerto Ricans don't listen to it, I don't know who, you know, I, I just think that's Latin music for white people who, you know their grandmama's one quarter Cuban, so they like to call themselves Latino like that, I'm like, who is this music for? It was heavy on that, but I get it, because the Latin market is huge, so of course, you'd be a fool not to have, you know, a Latin segment, because it's growing, and it's and it's a huge market, I get it, but I just was like, I don't know, this ain't for me, um, yeah, so, um, I meant to shout out for y'all, and I, and I've been meaning, I forgot, Mindhunter is back on, um, Netflix, actually, it's been back for a minute, um, I told y'all, this second season, if you haven't seen the first season, you should watch that, you should definitely watch the first season, but it's not a, it's not one of the shows where you can't watch the second season, I watch the first season, it'd be some things in there you might, you might not get, but, um, 
you could you could watch second. I, I would suggest you watch first season first and then watch second season. But if you just want to start the second to go back, you, you won't be lost. But um, Mindhunter is it's about um, the when they were starting up the FBI behavioral unit unit. You know, they started it up in like the late seventies with the unit that basically profiles the serial killers and it shows you know how they started it up and different cases they went on and so on and so forth. And um, this season they are doing the Atlanta child murders which I've told, I don't know if I told you before, but there's a great podcast on that from the, um, uh, called Atlanta Monster from the same guy who did, um, Up and Vanished, um, Payne Lindsay. So he, um, great podcast if you want to listen to. They're still, um, they re, they announced recently that, um, the mayor down there in Atlanta announced recently they're going to try to whatever, see whatever DNA they can have left and taste, test that to see if they can find anything. I don't think they'll be able to, but anyway, Long story short, the Atlanta Child Murders, Google it if you don't know what it is, but back in the day, the Atlanta Child Murders, um, got in, a bunch of kids was getting snatched up and killed in Atlanta, and um, a guy named Wayne Williams was doing it, and it's been a controversy, it's 40 years now, because back then, they really only, they only convicted him of two murders, two adults, not, there's a whole bunch of kids that ended up killing, and ended up missing killing, but they only got them on the two adults, and there's all kind of reasons and explanations for why, main thing being is, those are the two that they had the the most, uh, physical evidence on, um, and, you know, again, it was a, it was a, it, it was, it had Atlanta, like, in a, in a, um, in a state of terror, basically, because it was like, every 10 days or so, a kid was getting killed, Atlanta was trying to gentrify, I think they was trying to bid, um, on the Olympics, maybe, or they were, you know, trying to build up to, you know, what Atlanta is now, and so they didn't need the bad press, they had their first black mayor, it just looked terrible, right, and so there's a lot, there's always been a lot of conspiracies, a lot of people think Wayne didn't do it, a lot of people think Wayne didn't do them all, a lot of people think it's a great conspiracy, um, but if you listen to the pod, if you follow the case, and if you listen to the podcast, and, and you, and you just know anything, um, I think most people with and, and a, a huge part of the reason the conspiracy has, has continued so long is because the parents and some of the boys, God bless them, they're convinced that, you know, there's this big conspiracy. I, um, I think most people, though, when they look at the evidence, and there's one line in, in the um, Monster podcast that one of the detectives says that, I mean, there's there's many logical reasons why it, it's not most likely Wayne that did it, um, but the, the, the main one that he besides, you know, all the evidence, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence, besides the physical evidence, the, what the guy says, it's very, it stuck with me, and it's always been very convincing to me, is he said, look, this conspiracy that, you know, maybe Wayne wasn't real killer, because he was like, because again, they've only, they only charged him with two bodies, there was a whole, they started, you know, as, as in a lot of cases, they, they, every, basically every dead body, or every dead, whether it matched the pattern, whether it didn't match the pattern, they put on Atlanta child list, a, a lot of those people were not killed by Wayne, a lot of those people were not in the Atlanta child pattern murders you know, I think most people with common sense know that, they do that in all cases, to try to clear cases, so there was a whole thing with the list, but people just jump from that to, well if he didn't kill these 10 then he didn't kill these other 10, and he didn't kill anybody, and it's like no, so um, what the guy said, he was like, look, this is, Wayne has been a high profile case, he has had every best lawyer in the country, every prosecutor every reporter, every author, every researcher best in the country who is who has looked at this case and like hmm, that seems a little odd, you know let's see what's happening, come down here talk to him, and they all leave 
he was like, because once they get down here and they talk to Wayne and they look at the evidence and they look at the case, they realize, you know what, they've got the right guy. This is, he is actually the one and they all leave. And that's very convincing because it's like, okay, you got all these amateur sleuths and YouTube people and Google people and the parents, like, y'all not experts. These people are experts. These people are lawyers and prosecutors who do this for a living, who deal with these people all the time, whose whole job, who, who were down there, they were down there, they all came down there on Wayne's side. They all came down there like, oh, you're railroading this guy. This is a up, we gotta figure out, and when they get down there they realize, oh wait a minute no, this he actually did it and they leave, and that's that's always been besides the physical evidence he's told many lies, he's been stuck in the same loop, he changes the story, lies don't make sense, they have the threads and the physical evidence, and they track the directly to his house and to his car and all, you know stuff, but that is very convincing, that, you know we've had the best and the best come down here believing that, you know, this was a setup, and, and they all leave, and it's true, because here we are, 40 years later, Wayne is still in jail, nobody else is going down there claiming him innocent, because people all, you know, they've all put it to bed, so um, it's, it's, it's a great show on Netflix, and this second season is done really well, because they, um, so basically the, the premise of the show is, again, I told you they said, you know, it shows them setting up the, 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 the program, but what they do is Oh, and the other thing I didn't know, and I re- and I found out. Well, I I I guess I know, but I didn't realize that. Pro- so when, in season one, you see a lot of what they're doing is untested and it's unproven because they're just starting it, and a lot of people are pushing back. Like when they go in, like, well, the profile of this case will be a white guy. People are like white guy, oh white guy, and they're like, yeah, there's gonna be you know, blah blah blah, Hooker or John. They're like, no, you know, the, the the serial killer profiles that we take for granted nowadays that we know, oh, they're gonna pull in the FBI and the FBI are gonna figure out the profile, and they're gonna find a serial killer. That's stuff that we take for granted nowadays. The B2K and the Ted Bundy, how they catch all these people back then in 80 it was brand new nobody had heard of it it actually sounded crazy people were like what you mean you're gonna catch you can't catch nobody with psychological profile we do police work so they were getting a lot of pushback but what they show is the way they built the profiles is they would go into the jails and they were talking to the killers and asking them so the first season they did you know a couple serial killers and that's and and they build the profile from that, and that's how they figure out, oh, this guy is this kind of killer, that guy's that, the, the Ted Bundy tapes, that's what that was, going in, talking to Ted Bundy, getting him to tell you his thoughts and his motivation, so the next Ted Bundy, they can be like, oh, he does this because, you know, we can, Ted said he went back to visit the bodies to get a thrill, like, a, a lot of them say that, or they take a keepsake so they can keep reliving the crime, like, they got that information from talking to the guys, so the second season, they're going in, they're talking to the guys because they're trying to catch Wayne, but in the background, it's such a, it's, it's a layered story, and they do it so well, because in the background, running behind all of this is BTK, because, you know, it took them years to catch him. So they're going in, so, um, you know, there's usually some crime that's occurred um, where one of them lives that's going on, then there's a crime that they're trying to solve with their profiling program, and then the profiling program that they're doing, they're gonna eventually, it's building up to them catching BTK, right? So right now, it's still early, because they're in 1980, and what I didn't know is that the Atlanta child murders is actually where the FBI profiling program made their reputation. After they caught Wayne Williams, 
they had no they had no more pushback. Now as like now it's to where we are today, where you of course you call the FBI in because they have the profiles, and the reason why is because when they went down to Atlanta and there was little black kids uh, being killed, everybody assumed it was the Klan because for you know for centuries that's what the Klan does, the Klan kills little black kids and that's just what they assume, you know, lynching them and killing them, and the FBI profile was like well, no, we don't think it's the Klan, it doesn't make sense that it's the Klan, because number one white people, this is a very poor minority uh, neighborhood and white people be seen, and we've done we ran experiments and shows that black kids won't get in a car with white people, even if they offer them money, they'll think they're cops, so they just won't get in the car, they were like, this person is probably a black person he's probably young, and he looks he's, he, he looks like everybody else, and they, and I mean, that was like, oh, and then, you know, they show how, that's part of the reason why it took them, that is, that's part of the reason why they were only able to get Wayne on the two, because they didn't, they didn't want to announce that it would be the, so they did a lot of stuff, basically, they, in other words, they, they wasted a lot of time and resources going down this clan, it was the clan, the parents thought it was the clan. everybody thought, so they wasted a lot of time and resources, and they didn't do a lot of things they should have done earlier, and they probably would have got more evidence on Wayne, like if you know the story, they stopped Wayne on the bridge, Wayne didn't have an excuse, Wayne had ropes and stuff in his car to let him go, and then, um, you know, it took a couple days for him to arrest him, and he, he was burning a lot of things, and, and, um, he was just doing a lot of stuff, probably destroying a lot of evidence, so that's, probably a big part of the reason why they were able, not able to really put those other kids on him, the FBI profiler on, on Monster uh, uh, Guest, and he I, he's probably right, he was like you know, Payne asked him, well, what do you think he, cause um, you know, night or two after he was arrested him and his father were seen by neighbors burning stuff in the backyard, and he was like, well what do you think Wayne was burning, and he was like you know, I don't know, I don't know, it could have been trash it could have been anything, he was like, but I, I tend to think that um, he may have been burning probably photographs of some of those kids and maybe contracts because the way um, they finally figured out the way that Wayne because they they wanted they were lost like okay well, how is he getting these kids in the car these are street wise kids they know somebody's killing them that's part of the reason why they were like no this has to be a black person it has to be somebody that when these kids see they they're familiar with and they're not threatened by and it turns out Wayne was like telling them he was a, a manager and he was going to get them a recording contract so the FBI guy the profiler um that the story is based on, the podcast was like, I've always suspected that he may have been, had signed those kids to to contracts, and he probably was burning the contracts, he was like, you know, because had he not done that, we probably would have been able to to see at least a a lot of those kids, because all the kids knew each other, he was like, we probably would have been able to see that a, a, a whole bunch of those kids had signed contracts with him, but anyway, it's very interesting, Mindhunter is a really good show, it's on Netflix, so you can binge it, um, and it's been out for a couple weeks now, um, and it's not that long, it's like, oh wait, no, yes it is, it's like 13 episodes, but it goes, it's, it's, it goes fast, it's so fascinating, you'll just watch it to the end, um, yeah, okay, so, there you go, just trying to get y'all past a half an hour, and I did, (laughs) I'm tired, um, no Genghis Kicks this week, uh, again, told y'all last week, not a whole lot coming out, um, I know people may have wanted me to speak on the Dave Chappelle special, but I'm not, because I've already given him enough time, and I'm just really disappointed, Dave started out really a, much of a genius, and like really a smart comic, and now I think he's just another nigga that don't want to adjust, and doesn't want to make, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm through with Dave, because like, there, there's a difference between telling 
edgy, cutting edge jokes that are, you know, that some that may offend people, and specifically telling jokes to offend people because you're upset that you know people are calling you on the, on on the things that you are saying. And I'm just not here for you know. Listen, the people, just this horrible administration we're under. Every day they're passing more and more laws that are you know really trying to hurt and and, and in some cases kill people. And I'm just not here for comedians who are making jokes at the expense of people who are being you know snatched and and, and sent back to countries to be killed. And just today he passed the law where you know military members can't be born overseas and they're trying to you know they're starting with the T, but they're going to be coming. I'm sorry, if born overseas are now automatically citizens. They're starting with the trans but they're going to work their way down, you know, the alphabet people, they're going to work their way down to the gays, and, and, and they start with the trans, they start with the most supreme, extreme, and go down, so I'm just not here for a dude that's, you know, purposely trying to be rude, and purposely trying to offend people, because he thinks that that's, you know, visionary, or that's brave, it's like, all these people that are aligning with the assholes, all these people that are aligning with the abusers, all these people that are aligning with the, aligning with the oppressors, you know, I, I don't, I don't really see what's brave in that, you know, I don't really see I don't see what's genius about that, you know, you, you got a platform, a considerable range, and you could really, you know, be a, you could really call these people out, really be a, a voice of, you know, defiance, and instead, you choose to align with the asshole, so, I'm, I'm over Dave, um, you know, it was, you know, I liked your show, your stand-up I was never a huge fan of, but I have laughed, I even laughed some parts in this one, I laughed, but, you know, I'm, 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 I'm over it, um, you're just being ignorant just to be ignorant and you're just being offensive just to be offensive and I just think that's sophomoric and I don't know what's uh, clever about that but you know, you got a whole minion of you know, dumb niggers that you know, are lining up behind you saying it's genius and you know, so great so, you don't need me anyway alright, um that's it, so this is episode 212 212, Manhattan, New York of um thanks for asking Kel's podcast, um, thanks for listening, liking me, rating me, I see y'all out there, um, you can get me on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Podbean, and, yeah, tell your friends, um, I see y'all, you can, you wanna hit me up, hit me up at Twitter, at KMGZ, the podcast, email, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com, but I'm telling you, I check that, like, once every three months, <laughs> like, seriously, I got, like, four different emails I gotta juggle, and that's just, like, the last one, so, the easiest way is to hit me on Twitter, at KMGZ, alright, um, so, see y'all next week, peace. <laughs>